Greetings, everyone, and before I begin ranting and raving incoherently, I thought I'd tell you about Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need to do it all in one place. And believe me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. And when you host through Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through listening platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and even more. It has everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, it's free. That's right, Anchor is free, and who does not like free? So if you're interested or you want to make your podcast today, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started. Hello and welcome back to another Ludicrous Car Review where I have missed a week once again. However, this time I had a good reason to. You see, my brother graduated from college with a master's degree in finance, something I will never be able to accomplish. The fact is, is that my brother has been doing that for a few years now. She went back to get his uh, master's degree in that and, well, I was very proud of him that. And, uh, well, given the choice in that, I didn't really have time to record an episode in that, so I didn't really worry about it too much. It was a proud time. Very proud of him. Not that I would be able to accomplish anything such as that, because, well, my feeble brain does not handle calculus at all. Anyways, with all that aside, and with my excuse out of the way, let's get on to a little bit of news, shall we? Because, well, after missing a week, there was about more news than I knew what the hell to do with. Yep, it built up very quickly, because, well, the problem is that I don't really have another car to review either. There has been a couple of car announcements in that overall, but the problem is there isn't really a consistent amount of cars being released. This is due to the fact that car companies are beginning to push off their brand announcements in that, because, well, let's face it, there isn't any cars coming out. A lot of them are being pushed back due to the chip shortage in that, and... To be honest, it's not really that big of a surprise. Wow, honestly, I would love to see more cars coming out, and I do hope in the future that it will be like that. The problem is, is that, well, let's face it, what's the point in releasing a car if you're not going to be able to actually make the damn thing anyways? So, with that out of the way, let's get on to add a little bit of news, shall we? Because we got a lot of it to cover. Most of it in recalls and, well, fiery crashes and explosions. Well, let's just get into it. First off, let's start off with uh, a little bit of older news, but this has been uh, actually building up for about a couple of years now, actually. There's been records coming out from Kia and Hyundai about Kia Souls, I believe, basically, and a couple of Hyundai SUVs as well, I think Santa Fe's, um, well, catching fire, yes, bursting into flame going down the road. The problem is with these, well, fiery things, it's not like the engine's, well, bursting the flame on top, it's actually lighting on fire on the bottom. Some investigators suggest even the oil pan couple of in situations involved, I don't know, I think it was loose wires, they said. Another situation involved, while well, the cylinder literally blowing out the bottom, catching the oil pan on fire, and, well, lighting the whole cars underneath into a giant walls of flame. The problem is, there's been over 5,000 cases of these cars starting on fire, and about a couple hundred people actually being injured, with I think it was four or five people actually even being killed in these fiery crashes. These things are literally just catching fire out of the blue, and the problem is, the driver might not even realize the car is on fire because it's underneath the vehicle. Unless you happen to look back and see smoke or somebody waves you down, the fact is, is that you're not going to notice it probably until it's too late. And the problem is, these fires are actually eating into, I think, the brake system as well. A couple of people have reported that they've been unable to stop the vehicles. I don't know if it's because it's getting into the brake lines or the master cylinder is overheating, but something is causing these 
cars to literally, well, fail. So the cars affected in this, well, problem is the, I think it says the 2016-2018 through 2018 Santa Fe, the 2017-2018 Santa Fe's 19s as well, and the 2014-2015 to 2015 Tucson's, along with, I think it's pretty much the 2020-2021 to 2021 Kia Souls. Now, they've actually had a lot of problems with these engines in the past. They've actually had several recalls on these things, uh, a couple of them even related to possibly similar issues. All these engines supposedly were inspected and, well, have been certified by Kia and they've extended warranties on them but that doesn't do a whole lot of good if you're inside a fiery ball of flame the problem is is that Kia is well attempting to take the runabout to the eventual and honestly unfortunate problem this engine problem affects 5.8 million cars and the fact is is that Kia and Honda brand is going to have to probably well take the kick in the cojones and probably end up replacing or, and or doing a large repair job on all of these engines. The fact is that I don't think this is a matter of swapping on a few parts under warranty and calling it a day. I think it goes way, 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 way beyond just that. And honestly, if they don't fix it soon, I think they're going to probably get caught up in a lot of lawsuits. The fact is this has gone under the radar for quite a long time, actually a few years now. This has been reported in several vehicles overall, and to be honest, I'm surprised somebody hasn't brought it up earlier. But, honestly, keep an eye out if you're driving a Kia Soul or a Santa Fe because, honestly, you want to check over that engine and have it inspected as soon as possible. Get it into your dealership. Not that, honestly, I trust them entirely, but just get a little bit of peace of mind and, honestly, do a little bit of research on the engine you're driving because it could definitely save your life. Now, I don't have a full information on the engine. I think it is a 6 on Let me see here. Um, let's see. In Santa Fe. I don't really have a number on the engine that's actually causing these explosions, but definitely uh, look up the information and uh, let's see here. What are vehicles near here? Um, uh, yeah, they said uh, analog based and short circuit. Okay, so um, I didn't find the engine, but I did find there were there said the possible causes could be one person related it to the analog brake system uh, malfunctioning, causing a short circuit, which resulted in a fire. Now, like I said, that's a bit of a roundabout system a couple of the fire for people so there's a couple other problems with it but that's what they're saying overall like keep an eye out for you if you're driving one of those vehicles you definitely want to know what in sam is going on with that anyways i'm going to use that rivian well rivian is sinking like a stone which is not really a surprise rivian has got over 10,000 new orders and reaffirms 25k in production but the problem is with recent well, problems with the price gouging that they tried to do by raising the prices and well, already pre-owned for our buyers, and having to lower the price and causing a big problem with that, they have lost over 1.593 billion in the first quarter, over a dollar 77 per share, which is a pretty dang big amount because you're in this car as well. They haven't had any of these really rolling off a lot, like crazy. The fact is that um, it has been pretty much well anyone. The rate of these things, let's see, the factory's been built with a $1,500 run rate, but honestly, I don't think any more than, let's see, 2,000 vehicles, 2,500 vehicles were produced in quarter one. It's no surprise that Rivian is struggling, obviously, with the chip shortage and, well, scandals, and the fact is that, well, starting a car company is never easy, and the problem is when you already have brands like Tesla out there kicking you on the shin when they can just, well, Eli Musk backing them with that. The fact is, is that it's hard to start up an electric car company, especially considering that people are already leery of electric cars, especially when you start pricing with their price point. They try to gouge out of people. You know, the problem is, during that price gouge and that the, um, 
they lost a lot of orders. I mean, they did reaffirm it in that and said that if you want the car, it's still optional. But the problem is a lot of people ended up canceling their orders, and it definitely hurt the company quite a bit. And with shares dropping, honestly, I only can't believe the church. Not really much else to say about that. And more important news, because I think uh, Cadillac, yeah, Cadillac's doing some pretty cool stuff. I can't deny it. I'm not really the biggest component of Cadillac in that, but uh, it's hard to know what they're doing. Some of the stuff is actually pretty damn cool. Cadillac announced that in 2023, Cadillac SPD, the first 682 horsepower for this three ton SUV, will be released. This is getting a I don't know if it's that. I think it's a 6.2 liter supercharged. That's uh, in the current. I think it's in that one uh, Blackhawk. That um, what is it? Damn it! I forgot. How the hell can I forget that damn cool car? Anyways, it's the one in there. Uh, the last V8 they're producing. That. Honestly, I think they're just going to be treating this like a Hemi Wildcat engine, probably stuffing this in a bit of Cadillac has. But the fact is, is that well, it's the last V8 they're producing, so they're just kind of going out with a big hoorah. Now. Honestly, I'm not sure I want to be taking a 682 horsepower, 3-ton SUV, anything close to 50 miles an hour, but honestly, it's not like I haven't done it before. It is pretty damn cool, honestly. I'm not the biggest fan of Cadillac's overall looks, but, I mean, it's damn cool, I get that. It is a pretty damn cool engine that they produce, a supercharged V8, um, definitely not imagine that. I actually, uh, they could actually probably, if they would actually stick to the bit and actually fight it, they could probably even rival, um, well, they could rival Hellcat if they were careful. Honestly, it's kind of sad, though, thinking about it, that, because, well, Corvette, or Camaro, was supposed to be the muscle cars and that, and, well, with Corvette announcing that they'd be switching to EV production, and that, it's kind of sad that Cadillac, of all brands, is the one that you have to rely on to, well, produce muscle cars. I get that they've done it in the past a little bit, but the fact is, unfortunately, let's face it, Cadillac is kind of known as your richer or older person brand. It's a hard reputation to shake. They've been kind of updating it. Unless you're rich or an older fella, you don't usually drive Cadillacs in that. And it's an unfortunate brand recognition to have, but let's face it, I mean, it, it's just always lingers in the back of your mind, no matter how hard you try to forget it. Another news from Cadillac, uh, they announced the price for their Lyric, and just like every other, well, expensive electric car produced, it's going to start around $62,000 freaking cheap. You know, I'm noticing a trend to get its Cadillac in that, but honestly, I don't see how people are going to ever afford these electric vehicles. I get it's a luxury car, but damn, it's a small SUV at 39000 The cheaper Cadillacs, uh, those big fancy SUVs priced out pretty damn high. You can basically get a top-of-the-line thing for that same size SUV and a gasoline ice engine, and, um, well, I save you a little money. Yeah, probably cost you probably about $60,000. You'd have to price out to the max. This is the brace price for that Lyric, which means you're probably not getting the max range, you're not getting all the fancier features. But, you know, um, I imagine you're probably going to get these tiny little SUVs probably close to the $80,000 range, probably pretty damn easy. I think it's insane, but, well, you're buying a Cadillac, what do you expect? Another fiery, flamey news. Recall again from Ford. 39,000 Ford Expeditions Lincoln Navigators might catch fires ordered to park outside. That is right, the Ford has yet to determine the causes of the fires, but out of the 16 that happened, 12 had started when the vehicle was off. Most of the news from the motor company has been rather good. Um, it comes from a recall in the late 2020 models to the early 21 models assembled. Um, yeah, uh, we're only 16 of them caught fire so far, but there's enough of them out there that, so it's a bit concerning that 16 of them catch fire, and the fact that 12 of them will off when the vehicle burst in the flames is a bit concerning. 
I'm not sure what it is up with these cars firing that, but um, they said they're going to be doing a recall on them, and uh, let's see if they can find the problem is. Uh, one person was injured. That's unfortunate, man. Uh, outside, based on what I'm hearing and the fact that the battery car was off, I want to say it's probably related to something to the battery. Um, honestly, can't find it. I don't have anything yet on for what's causing that. Based on what I think, these glass pack batteries might be what's causing it. They seem to be um, the batteries as well. At least with the service parts catching fire on that recently. The fact is that batteries, well. Have been showing their problems a bit more recently. So it wouldn't surprise me if that was the issue. Now these cars are constantly running some kind of electricity to them because you got computers and electronics in them and updating all that crap and that. So I'm not quite sure what's causing these fires, but um, it'll be interesting to find out. So if you got a Ford Expedition, which my brother do have one, I think, in pretty close to this year. Actually, I think it's a little newer or older than that, actually. But if you have one of those newer years, definitely get them checked out. They use 2021 to 2020, 2020 to 2021 models. We're the ones that were probably sitting outside in the, well, fields a little bit. So I think that maybe it have something to do with it, to be honest. Um, these had ones were the chip shortage babies, basically. They had probably hadn't been seeing the production line since, well, they've been parked and basically mothballed for a bit until they get the parts in for them. Anyways, another news, 2024 BTW XM flagship SUV. And it is just as hideous as I look. I'm not going to give too many first impressions, but it's just a kind of a mock car that went by. But yeah, it's getting the same bucktooth nosy grill on the front and the same sharp lines and that. I'm not going to speak too much of it, but also I'm going to say is based on one of the first pictures I'm getting, it is ugly. Honestly, I'm not sure what the hell BMWs are thinking lately, but uh, bloody hell, it is, it is bad. Um, yeah, not much to say about that, but, uh, yeah, yeah, interesting to see what that looks like in the future. Speaking of more ridiculous price cars, you know how Volkswagen's always been the micro bus was like the hippie van that any man could afford that some 16-year-old college kid go buy out and hang out on the beach of? Yeah, this uh, new ID Buzz, uh, it ain't gonna be that. The fact is, is that, um, this new EV, this ID Buzz from Volkswagen, their new, basically, their new Volkswagen bus, you know that cheap pile of shit? Well, this cheap pile of shit's almost $60,000 in Europe. Yep, they haven't released the U.S. models yet, but the ones in Europe are going to cost $60,000 to start. That is freaking ridiculous. Over 60000 actually. My mistake. The fact is, this is ridiculous. This is for the proof that, well, let's face facts here. They'll go out and buy an electric car and then save money? Yeah, that ain't a fact happening. The fact is, is that electric cars are, well... If you're a plebeian like myself, you ain't affording them. That's the major problem. The cost needs to come down, but the problem is with materials coming from China and that, and the shortages of these materials, and the cost of these materials going up, as well as, yeah, the technology may improve, but honestly, with the materials already being super rare to get a hold of, isn't like you can just go dig more gas and get builders fuel efficient engine. Batteries will still be batteries, and they're going to die at some point. And the problem is, they're constantly getting materials to build these batteries, is going to prove problematic, and it's not going to get cheaper, in my opinion. Yes, technology might improve, but it's only going to be able to probably keep up, in my opinion, at least, with the lack of materials being found, and, well, with the restrictions on where we can all get this material. But, another news from shitty car dealerships and that, we have a Chevy dealership asking a certain price for 2023 Chevy Corvette Z06. Can you guess what it was? Yeah, that's right, $100,000 over MSRP. Now, the Z06 is produced in a little bit of plenty, but God bloody hell, what the hell's wrong with this dealership? 
$100,000 over MSRP. What the hell happened to the days when dealerships would, you know, offer the price of a freaking car? I don't care how rare it is. That's supposed to be profit you make when you actually buy the car. Dealerships are already make a pretty dang good boatload of but I think it's just insane. $100,000 markup. That is just price gouging to the freaking extreme. And they can even spend the factory. This isn't like they're buying it some second-hand ultra-rare car or something like that. This is factory order for shit's sake. What the hell is wrong with this dealership? Oh, it's got me pissed off. It's like, why, why? It starts off already between eighty-five dollars to $90,000. You basically buy a $200,000 freaking Corvette. Buy the Lamborghini at that price. If I got into this dealership and said, well, where's my back in their face and say, well, it'll buy a freaking Ferrari. At least that'll go up in value a heck of a lot more than this thing will. But it, it just pisses me off is all I can say. <sighs> I think that's a good place to end it because now I'm pissed off and I'm all going to end up swearing my way out through the rest of this outro and that. Sorry for the uh, shorter episode and that. Like I said, I only got really used articles. I hope to produce a little longer episode next week when well, we have the ludicrous car of the month. I honestly have uh, been uh, debating between quite a few of them that I'm kind of him hauling between one but ugly pile of shit produced by an um, interesting car company a few years back and, um, well, like just a cool car from way back when. Honestly, I still haven't 100% decided on that, but when I do, you'll probably find out in the next episode. I think the next episode is yeah, I think that's the next episode of 20 week. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that will be next week in that. Um, I don't think I have any other real announcements for you other than hopefully I produce these things a little bit more consistent than that. Again, uh, congratulations to my brother, and honestly, great work on that master's degree. I will probably never be following you in those footsteps. <laughs> Anyways, I appreciate you all listening to my rant and ramblings for the day. I hope you all have a great day and a wonderful night. If you like this podcast, I would appreciate a like and subscribe. Thank you, and have a great day. Goodbye.